Why did they cast Linda Blair in this anyways? Oh, that's why. This is Savage Streets on Stinger Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm going to hit you with so many rights, you're going to beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hello, welcome to Stinger Madness, the podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Just Justine. Uh, there is Samuel and Yaki here. <laughs> oh my god. You suck, dude. Jacqueline. How do you, how do you say Jacqueline in uh, Spanish? In Española. Español. Asking a room full of people that don't speak it. True. True. Jacqueline. Yeah, probably. This episode is sponsored by our supporters on Patreon. Uh, thank you guys so much for everything you contribute on a monthly basis. Uh, I'm sure that uh, without you, uh, we wouldn't have a home. Uh, Jackie and I, we would be living on the Savage Streets. Sam would be selling his body out to whatever roving gang of street men wanted Absolutely. to uh, make things go into his bottom. If they didn't pay up, though. Fucking crossbow time. Uh, you could just give them a link to the Patreon.com. So if they say, don't pay up, I right. give them the link. So if I get raped by a bunch of dudes and they don't pay me afterwards, I'm like, here's a link to my Patreon. <laughs> Make sure you contribute. I'll be looking for your contribution. It's, it's Here's a card, Patreon.com forward slash sneakerband. Please don't kick me hard enough to put me in the hospital. <laughs> uh, if you didn't hear that, uh, I'll go ahead and repeat. Patreon.com forward slash madness. You too can be a supporter of this show uh it will make you feel good and it will make uh sam get paid for his butt entry rear entry <laughs> yeah <laughs> rear entry they're punching his ticket <laughs> i'm checking in <laughs> your butt He's checking in uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash sticker madness. You can and join the conversation there. Yeah, you can. You can You can uh, talk to us about Savage Treats. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash sticker madness. Make sure to email us. We've been kind of a little dry on uh, listener feedback over the last couple of weeks, so I want you guys to step it up. Uh, talk at stinkermadness.com. And then don't forget you can also call us and talk to us. Well, not really. You talk to a machine. Talk at us. <laughs> Because we can't be bothered to answer the phone. I it's mean, not even a real phone. We have to establish that. Hey, have you? When was the last time you actually answered the phone? I had to answer. I have to answer the phone a lot. Well, when you're not at work. Oh, like you get those phone calls and they're from weird numbers, and you're like, uh, uh-uh. oh, yeah, I do because I'm looking for another job. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes, this is it. I'm out of here. And then it's like, would you like to donate to? Blah. I'm like, no, click. <laughs> Uh, you can call us, though, and leave us a message. Tell us we're idiots or tell us we're awesome, whatever you feel like saying, and we will put your message on the show. Uh, you can find, if you want to be easy, just go to stinkermanis.com, find the little icon on your phone that looks like a phone, and tap that. Or you can call, if you want to do it the old school way, with like one of those rotary phones. It takes you 15 minutes to make a phone call. Do those work still? I don't see why not. Why because it's it? all Pulse now? Yeah, Actually, well, it's not Pulse. It quit even being Pulse. So it's all and just like touch tone. They're all it's yeah. Digital 
It's got to be touch tone, huh. maybe. I don't know. Either way, try 802-277-1614. 802-277-1614. Or just go to the website and hit the button. It's probably easier that way. But do it. Do it. Or, do it. Or else, or else the streets will be savage. You'll be savaged by streets. Savaged. They'll play hide the baloney in your... No, hide the salami. Neither one. Yeah, Columbus couldn't find that. Uh, Savage Streets, starring Linda Blair from, of course, uh, chest fame. <laughs> well, she won a fucking Academy Award. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's apparently if you win an Academy Award when you're a kid, you're going to become a booby lady. I'm talking to you, Anna Paquin. Hmm. She became a vampire booby lady. Huh. Won an Academy Award at a young age. She t- I wouldn't consider Anna Paquin a booby lady. She takes her shirt off once in a while on HBO, but that's not really like Linda Blair's claim to fame after ipso facto was being top heavy. She's not a good actress. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, really, she's really. terrible. She's awful. I have never seen her. I've seen a lot of Linda Blair movies, and I have never seen her deliver a line as an adult. Not one time. I can't think of one. Yeah. I just thought about it. Uh, in fact... I, I read about this film. The TV guide said this was her best performance since The Exorcist. Not that Not, that's saying much. Exactly. Yeah. The TV guide also gave it one star. <laughs> well, if I get my TV guide, you know, my movie information from anywhere, it's usually TV guide. I give this movie a double D. <laughs> oh, I wrote down her name. L-I-N dash D-D dash A. Right. I like that at the very beginning, they like have her in sunglasses and like she's supposed to be edgy. And it's uh-huh. like, you guys don't need to do any of this. When you roped her out, when you rolled her out without the bra on, that's all we noticed. Right. That's anybody we're just like attention to. Headlights on. Yes. Uh, yeah. Linda Blair's boobs. Wow. Hmm. Whew. They're nice. Uh, oh, they're they're top 10, Jackie. They're- yeah, these are histories. History's finest bosoms. Right. And they're a top 10 in that, I think. I mean, she's in there with Selma Hayek, and uh, yeah. uh, I, I'm i sorry, I lost myself at Selma, Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek, you're like, number one. Okay, wait, what? <laughs> Desperado is a better movie than a song. Uh, Yeah. Um, Who else is in this? John Vernon? Uh, he's awesome. John Vernon. I could have gone for more John Vernon. Yeah, the problem is mm-hmm. you put more John Vernon in, the acting discrepancy just gets wider right. and wider. Oh, absolutely. I wonder about like how you're somebody like that, that other than the outlaw, Josie Wales and a couple other movies, John Vernon really didn't have a great career yet. He worked 30 Harry. Yeah. He worked well. Like apparently Eastwood liked him. Right? Yeah. Right. So he worked consistently, but it's like, he's a very good actor. He's a super good actor. And he didn't ever really, Hit it big. And even like go fucking iceberg. Right. Yeah. Uh, He probably ad-libbed that. Yeah. And they were like, oh, my God, thank God. Somebody can deliver a line in this movie. (laughs) Even if he is making it up and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. We're going to we're going to use it. Uh, Linnea Quigley is back. Yeah. Sticker staple. Linnea Quigley. She's very rare non-horror movie appearance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Was this not a horror movie? Uh, no, it's a revenge movie, Jackie. That's uh, If you're going to say a revenge movie is a horror movie, then every single ninja movie ever is a horror movie. They're all revenge movies. Every single Shaw Brothers movie, revenge. And basically anything coming out of Japan, revenge. <laughs> I 
I don't really know if uh, Hanzo was revenging anybody. He was just killing people. Because uh, he liked we it. We are not allowed to talk about Hanzo the Razor on this That's podcast. That's true. <laughs> Dubbed, edited for content, this yeah. podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but so I wouldn't consider a horror movie. Uh, it's just a violent revenge movie. It kind of makes me wonder if that's the way that things really were in the 80s. Uh, we, we were there. Yeah, but we were on the, like, the nightclub scene. But you, you see a lot well, of that, speak though. Speak for yourself. And I was a, I was a, I was a popular child at Studio 54 in the 80s. Oh. Um. I got passed around. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make any money? Uh, well, patreon.com for such secret. <laughs> yeah. If you want to make it up to Justin's <laughs> butt. <laughs> yeah, Mike Myers. Hell, just trade us for a uh, carton of cigarettes. <laughs> patreon.com, it does that. <laughs> uh, wh- what, are, what are you talking about? What This was what it was like in the 80s. Well, if you really watch a lot of 80s movies, which we do, right? Sure, right. Sure. Women are objectified. Absolutely. It, you could just grab women anytime you want right okay like in this movie well it or any al pacino movie or yeah any sex comedy from the 80s as well for sure but this is a little bit different than what i think you're talking about where you're talking about like the films like tomboy and uh teen witch where the good guys could grab women and it was cool it doesn't really matter whether you're a good guy or a bad guy you shouldn't be doing it right you but it seems to be very socially acceptable just to grab waitresses Give him a little honk on the boob, uh-huh, uh-huh. decide that she's not for you because her tits are not big enough, and let her pass. Uh, this town, which is just L.A., is easily the least repercussions town I've ever seen. They should just label it, L.A., come here. There's zero repercussions for anything. Any actions? None. Good grades, bad grades, uh, being a rapist, being a murderer. Being, uh, uh, not paying your taxes. Sure. Uh, Showing up at the high school. Show, yeah, it's optional. Uh, there's no repercussions. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Yep. Sort of. They get pretty loosey-goosey with the rules of society in this film. They do. But then they get sidetracked on nonsense all the time. Absolutely. I think one of the things that's strangest about this movie is it really wants to be one of those Long Island slasher films from the 70s. Uh-huh. But it doesn't know how. So it tries to be Grease. Poorly for about right. 45 minutes. Right. Instead. Right. Mm. No singing the the worst parts of Greece without the singing. <laughs> uh, you know, before we get too far, dear listener, <laughs> dear listener, <laughs> you may have noticed that the movie we're talking about is not Moonwalker, Moonwalker. starring Michael Jackson, yes. which was Jackie's original pick. Uh, we missed that window by one week. They took it off Amazon Prime, and you cannot rent it. So we now have zero access to Moonwalker. The three of us have been walking on the moon less. I was so excited, too. Like I was like, all right, I'm ready for this movie today. I'm going to watch Moonwalker for the first time. It's going to be so great. And then it was like, you have to buy it now. It's the only way to view it. You have to buy buy it. You have to buy a UK version Blu-ray for 20 bucks and have a disc player that it'll play on. And they managed to fucking have Region Zero and Region One again. Uh, And then wait like three weeks for it to show up. So no Moonwalker, kids. Uh, So we uh, had to pick one on the fly, and that's how we ended up with Savage Streets, which I should say is also on Amazon Prime. So at least they got that right. Yes. Yeah, at least you can view this one. We we had to call Jeff Bezos and be like, hey, uh, bud, we need a movie this week. And he's like, okay, let me see what I can do. Because that's how Jeff Bezos talks. 
he talks tough. We talked. We, we called him and we're like, "Hey, we need a movie to do." We didn't ask him to put Moonwalker back on. Uh, well, we did, but then he was like, "Fuck you, yeah, fuck yeah. you, I'm Jeff Bezos." He's like, "I only, I have the only copy of Moonwalker, and I am taking it to the actual moon." <laughs> That's because Elon I have Musk. A space That's company. Elon Musk. You jackass. Bezos has a space company too. Oh, what? Yeah, that does what? The same fucking shit. Oh, just okay. Only he's gonna paint <laughs> fucking ads on the side of his rockets. <laughs> no, that's the problem with the private space is that no, just team up, dickheads. We'll be twice as far. Sure. That went in a different direction than I sure. wanted it to. <laughs> the okay. not funny, like real world responsibilities to saving mankind I, I wanted to i wanted to talk about jeff bezos coming into your house and stabbing you because you know he's tough i don't think he would come in and be like are you wearing an izod polo i i i started a company in my garage i'll cut you motherfucker yeah <laughs> i haven't bought new clothes in 27 years <laughs> and i don't need to i'm jeff bezos the president hates me <laughs> i got more money than anybody i will fucking cut you i will cut you <laughs> And then I'll spit it in the post for my own my own means. <laughs> spit it in the post? Yeah. Like he's got a copy of the Washington Post just on him. He owns all the time. fucking thing. I understand that, but so then he just spits on the out horde. your flesh yeah. onto the post that he's carrying with him. Well, he spins it in the uh, post. Oh, spins. I th- you said spit. I'll spit, spit it. it in the post. Yeah, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> And then spit you up in newspaper because I'm a good doggy. Hey, what's black and red and white and red all over? The Washington Post. With you on it. (laughs) After Jeff Bezos eats you and then doesn't like you and barfs you up. Cannibal. (laughs) Weird. Weird is right. Okay. Savage Streets. Savage Streets. uh, So Savage Streets won the... uh, Linda Blair won the Razzie. Okay. I can't imagine why not. The Linnea Quigley was nominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, the director, Danny Steinman. I didn't think Linnea Quigley did all that terrible. She wasn't around for too much, but she just... I, yeah, I don't know. She that did, she, you know what? She didn't say a damn line. That's why. She couldn't get a line out. That's the blonde lady, right? Not a single line. Not one line. No. <laughs> Could she even say? But, uh, <laughs> blame the screenwriter. Because her character's <laughs> deaf. She doesn't have any lines. Yeah. How can you nominate somebody... For not having any lines. I mean, that's that's weak. That's it fucking is weak, weak sauce. I don't think it must have been a thin year in '84 because this thing isn't that bad. Yeah, it's not good. No, but uh, yeah, it was nominated for the four, only won the one. Uh, a budget of 1.2 million dollars on this thing in '84. That's that seems about average. It's probably half of it was fucking permitting because they didn't shoot it yeah, in Long Island right. like these other movies that they were copying. Sure. Well, and you know they had a nice car in it. Hmm. And, uh, you know, they had to pay for the bear traps and the arrows. Yeah. And those things are not cheap. No. Uh, I think 1.2 is fine. I don't 1. think 1.2 is fine. I don't think that's spazzing the cash by any means. Or I think you can you can attain that back without breaking too much of a sweat, especially in 1984. Well, because Linda Blair's boobs are on screen. Yeah, every, it's pretty much all you got to do. Every is, adolescent boy is going to be out there being like, I need to go see this. Linda Blair's boobs at the, on the marquee. That's what it said generally. Yeah. yeah. This is the third in the run of Linda Blair's now a sex symbol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I guess it kind of started with Roller Boogie, but that was a teen movie, so they didn't get them out. But then this would be right after Chained Heat, mm-hmm. and then Hell Night was before that, and that was the, she's getting them out, people. 
Well, this is a teen Pack movie. In. They're they're supposed to be in high school. Right, right, right. But the 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 roller boogie is much more of a like what your parents want you to go see. Oh, I haven't seen roller boogie. So. Yes, you have. have. We did all of them. They made it out on the dumpster, remember? Oh, God damn it. Skate Town USA right. is the only one we haven't seen yet. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Okay, yes. I remember that. I thought it was awesome. Uh, did you find out what it made back, Sam? Unclear. Hmm. Limited release. There is no return information on this thing. Really? Not box office mojo. The numbers doesn't even have it. Huh. Like, what? Interesting. You figure it had to do just fine. Yeah, I would uh, think. Especially if it got a Razzie, that means it was... Exposed known enough, and yeah. exposed enough that it uh, at least got that treatment. Uh, if you anybody remembered the name Danny Steinman, should be interesting. We just I did, don't. We just did his movie a few weeks ago. Oh. I believe Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. Uh, we did that uh, last Halloween. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. That was uh, Steinman. Okay. One of his four directorial efforts. So we've done half of his huh. movies now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Not an illustrious career. No. Uh, and here's the thing that I think makes this movie seem so strange, why it's just half grease for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. They had to cut 24 minutes out of it to get an R rating, so they had to put some other shit back into it. Because it was always going to be 90 minutes, uh-huh. but this thing was rated X until they took 24 minutes. That's a lot. A lot. That's a lot on the cutting room floor. Why wouldn't yes. you just let it be rated X? That was a death sentence at this time. Yeah, absolutely. You can't you can't put it in the theater yeah. at all. Not one single oh, theater. It's not period. And then distribution. It's not even really going to make VHS at that point, right? And and even if it did, and obviously Walmart wasn't such a thing in 1984. But any company that was like Walmart, mm-hmm. you could not rent it there. You right. would have to go to basically an adult video store to rent it. So yes. zero returns. Ah, okay. Uh, that's where Emmanuel lives, Jackie, not uh-huh. Linda Blair. Uh, but 24 minutes is a lot to cut yes. out of any film. Like, like what's that, uh, uh, di- uh, the Blade Runner director's cut? How much was left on the cutting room floor of that? There's like four different directors cut of yeah, Blade Runner now. So. <laughs> <laughs> but and they mean, don't really cut a lot out. It's just like. There's three different endings. So there's different scenes. Like, there's different versions of it, but it's not like they cut a bunch out. Even, like, Lord of the Rings, the extended editions, one of them's 45 minutes longer, but it's a three-hour movie to begin with. Yes. This is a 90-minuter. That's an extreme amount to cut out. And it's not just that it was, you know, almost two hours. It was 90 minutes. Yeah. They had to replace 24 minutes. Right, which is probably why when Linda Blair's hair looks different in some of the scenes. They probably got her back in. I, I I was unable to find out if they had to do it in callbacks or if they just like had stuff that they were like hoping that they could leave on the cutting room floor that right. they had to put back in. Huh. I, I wonder if in that 24 minutes there's uh, more Linda Blair's boobs. Maybe. Because there's not a lot in this movie. There is one way to find out. Okay. In 2011, mm-hmm. a UK company had the original because they were the first. The United Kingdom was the first to ban it. Okay. Ban it. Yeah. Or just put it. They were gonna say it was. They were gonna do an advanced release. It was banned. Plus. And so then they're like, okay, let's fucking recut this thing. Huh. Banned. Wow. So, uh, that original uh, advanced copy was turned into a DVD in 2011 of the original cut. And then in the warehouse, when it was at the warehouse before it shipped out, it caught on fire. 
Ooh. The warehouse caught on fire, and okay. most of the copies were lost. Oh. But not all of them. So it's actually one of the most sought-after out-of-print DVDs in the world is huh. the uncut version of this film. Wow, I don't know kind of what that goes for. Probably a lot. I would be guessing somewhere in the 150 to $200 range. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'd probably put it at, too. Uh, man, because yeah, that's just... that's. That's a lot of information for me to process because, well, spoiler alert and uh, listener disclaimer, if uh, you are not a fan of uh, movies where there is a scene of rape, then you're probably going to want to skip this episode. Um, but uh, the rape scene is tough. It's 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 not happy. Depending on the reports of the 24 minutes cut, like seven were that rape scene. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That uh, would have been tough to watch for seven. It would have minutes. been really tough to watch. And I think it's tough to watch in, in general. I, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's not, it's not like, and you have to be careful how you put this. I mean, cause there's other movies where obviously there's, there's implied rape and there's, sure. uh, uh, you know, the cuts away this. I think that this is not exactly, uh, what's that Jodie Foster movie where she gets, uh, you know, in, in on the pinball machine, uh, but contact. No. <laughs> Nell. Nell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not that, but it's not fun. It's not pleasant, and it makes you feel uncomfortable viewing it. Um, so they did a good job there, but seven minutes. Have you? If you add seven minutes to it, are you accomplishing more of your task? Like, wow, these guys are bad guys. I don't think so. That's odd because if we go back in time to our Halloween episode, remember what movie I was talking about got heavily cut for gore? Danny Steinman's Friday the 13th 5. Happened to the fucker twice. Wow. He wanted to make some super gory movies and the world said, no, Danny Steinman, you can't. You just can't do it. You get to be uh, relegated to being done with your career in 1985. Pretty much. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, Yeah, 24 minutes. That's a lot. Anything else we got on this job? Not on this job, no. Okay, Jackson, do you do any research this week? <laughs> oh, my God, really? <laughs> <laughs> I never do any research. I don't even take notes when we're watching the movies. Uh, Jackie, uh, let me ask you this. Had you ever seen Linda Blair's Rack before? No. This How? Was, this is the first time. Yeah. Well, no. we've only got the other two movies, really, and it's not like she's got a subscription to Playboy. Which I thought she was in Playboy twice. The first time was the year, was pretty much when they were shooting this. Mm-hmm. It was the 83 that it came out, so. And then after that, I thought she did it again. I got a Linda Blair fun fact. In uh, 2005, Katrina. Sure. Kind of a big deal. Linda Blair went down there personally, and personally, not like. Saved some people by. No, putting them on her no, back no. and using the D cups to float them out yeah, of the right. flood. Well, that, hey, you might be onto something, but it wasn't people. It was doggos. It was oh, lost, yeah? uh, lost dogs. And we and we just went through that with uh, that other hurricane. What was that called? Hurricane Trump. Hurricane, hurricane Trump. That's what it was. This yeah. one that yeah that I had that pledge drive and I raised all that money and I totally forgot what it was already. Right. Nice. <laughs> Talk about getting out there and doing the good work, me. Uh, no, the one that went through Florida that I can't find. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, they, there was all those uh, uh, shots of, uh, you know, the homes where people had left their dogs behind, sure. which was just like, fuck you. Are you fucking kidding me? It takes two seconds to grab that fucking dog and put it in the car. Uh, but apparently, I mean, obviously in, in New Orleans, that place was wiped out. Uh, yeah, she went down there and saved 55 dogs her fucking self. Yeah. So her bro stock. It's pretty good with me right now. Brostock's always been pretty good. Bra stock is 
top notch. Yeah. <laughs> she's mean, probably number two to Selma Hayek. She busted the, the Dow the Dow Jones index mm. in bra stock for sure. I wonder if she sells her old old bras and to Japanese businessmen. Hmm. Probably not, Jackie. A That's Japanese, weird. J- Japan would be bankrupt if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of them would cover the entire country. Yeah, because they're big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, no. Uh, yeah, man. God, I have a hard time thinking, really, honestly, past those two. Those four, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Who would be number three? Oh, Linda Blair. Uh, we ready to dive into this? I believe so. Okay. Jackie? Yes. Okay. There's this dude. His name is Vince. He's uh, kind of a gomer boy. Sure. Uh, it seems like he's got kind of a rough uh, dad who also seems pretty strict about what Vince is allowed to do and do not. I don't know. Being home at 11 because it's a school night is not really that strict it's not at all oh oh his, it, this was a school night and his curfew yes. was 11 o'clock oh that's not strict at all no and then later in the movie we see him being pretty not strict too because she shows up and she's like can i come in he's like yeah sure whatever yeah what the fuck i've been drinking all day <laughs> yeah and then you know vince comes out of his house and he's like oh whatever whatever old man nah. and he takes his shirt off and he's got dog tags on and you're like so is he just out of the army or something? Mm. Why does he have a curfew? No, we find out he's in high school. Right. And it takes me a long time to connect that because they put him in fucking dog tags at the beginning of the movie, which makes me think he just got back from the army. Uh, maybe he kifed him. Like, because we're, within seconds, we find out that he's part of this uh, group of four guys who are ne'er-do-wells. They're, they're the street toughs. They're, they they're have not even name. toughs. They're, uh, they're, a, they're a drug gang. They're called the scars. Okay, yeah, they they run uh, the dope. What kind uh, of dope? I don't know. Hair, they run cocaine. They cocaine. Run, okay, okay, all right. Uh, which I don't even take notes, and I know that Jesus. How the fuck are these guys getting their hands on coke? And who the fuck are they selling coke to? Only the one kid who doesn't like to pay up. That's like half of the plot of the movie, right? Yeah. Uh, that's, know, that's why they can go to the high school, because the kid owes his money. You know, Coke's had its ups and downs it uh, has. As, as far as society, but I'm pretty sure in 1984, Coke was a pretty big deal. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Don Simpson. Don Simpson and Leonardo DiCaprio are uh, selling bank stocks and their what, junk bonds and oh. blowing uh, lines off of Margot Robbie. Sure. I mean, you can't just go down to Sunset and get Coke. You can get cracked. No, I bet you could go down to Sunset and get get blow. What? Not not good blow. Yeah, do these guys look like they've got good blow? No, you get no. crack. They're selling crack. I think it's just another symptom of Hollywood not really understanding anything about drugs and because, being like, oh, it's cocaine. Yeah, because this whole neighborhood, everything about the scenery in this movie just leads you to believe that they are living in like just this absolute shithole. What? I did not get that. Uh, sunset looked pretty bad. It it's looked like, like a shit yeah. hole. Well, some of the exterior shots are shitty, but then you like go to where these people live, and they're they're fucking in the hills. No, they're not. Okay, they're Their not houses the are like they're in West Pomona. In need of, Pomona. of, of Pomona. painting. The house is falling apart. It's in disarray. Uh, no, it's not. No, no you're uh, embellishing. No. You're you're making pretty hard on this. Where Linda Blair lives. I would like to live. It's just in the valley. She's yeah. just in the San Gabriel Valley. It's just a normal house, right? But when you get out into the main downtown areas. There is graffiti and trash fucking everywhere. It's not like it's uh It's a shithole. It looks like what's that movie? 
half past dead not half past dead deadbeat at dawn in uh, it, dayton ohio it's not dayton ohio from deadbeat at dawn by any means and it's not long island either but it's long island it just looks like la to me and it's close. it's too tough for la i mean no there's there's pretty rough parts in la they are not in them i just i don't I, the streets are not that savage for me in this film well if they went to the set the actual savage streets they'd never make it out alive right Right, right, yeah. Uh, uh, you got fucking, uh, just down the way, uh, you got Inglewood and uh, Watts. Watts is right in there and uh, South Beach. Uh, South Beach South is Park. in Miami. South Park, I'm sorry, South, South Park, Park, yeah. Colorado. Not Colorado. There's a South Park in uh, in L.A., and it's actually, I did some research for this. Uh, the That's the worst neighborhood currently, currently in L.A. is South Park. Yeah. Compton and Watts were bad in 1984. And it's really not even that bad. Like, I was like, oh, man, I got to find, like, Murder Town, L.A., and it was like one a year in South Park, but the most, the biggest thing that made it the most crime ridden, car burglary, like breaking into cars. Dude, ste- yeah. Is murder and, not a thing anymore? Do we not murder people? Uh, Chicago. There's, Chicago's not going well. I, I hear that uh, statistically it's not as bad in Chicago. It's not as bad, but it's it's, it's not exactly, you know. St. Louis is real bad. St. Louis is still pretty crappy. Number one. Yeah. All right. I we I like I we're not even really talking about this movie. We're just uh, because this is what this movie does, Jackie. It doesn't talk about itself for an hour. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we don't want to blow the last 30 minutes out. All right. All right. All right. So Vince gets into the car with these bad guys. Uh, they go out causing a ruckus throughout town. They're not even selling drugs. They're just cruising around being general ruffians yeah drinking and driving cruising and boozing yeah yeah which i kind of like thought that maybe these guys weren't that bad of guys at the beginning because it seems like the next thing you see is the ladies are out about too and they kind of seem like they're on the same wavelength like they're bad and tough and they don't take any shit and you know they're in their own gang as well and i thought like maybe there was gonna be this grease thing where the two gangs meet because uh you know the boys and the ladies fall in love and yeah sure there's a rape and a murder and stuff but that's you know that's the savage streets and we got jazz hands too savage (laughs) there's a rape and a murder but they overcome it right by singing and dancing this is do the right thing with by staying you know uh, spike lee no it's not it's (laughs) It's, crap it's not it's crap uh so yeah i I, i'm vexed by these guys at this point but anyways they're out the girls are out too uh brenda the leader uh linda blair uh she is has taken her sister out lenny quigley uh heather and heather is deaf uh, I don't think that Heather belongs with them. She's very young. So what is supposedly. she, what is she Freshman, supposed to be? Probably. Okay, 14, 15. Um, so they're not in the same school. Oh. Because she says, how is school today? And she, and because she comes to the high school because yeah. the high school's not out yet. Okay, so she's like in so a... So she's in junior high. Oh. Hmm. All right. So sure. if you're Linda Blair, or Brenda, as it were, and you've got this band of of ladies who take no shit, uh, do what one they of want. Pregnant. One of them is pregnant. Uh, the other one is an alcoholic. The other one is an alcoholic who is like, oh, let's get fucking wasted on the streets. Uh, Peach schnapps. And you're being extra protective of your sister Heather. Maybe the first thing you do is like, Heather, I'm going out with the girls. If you're Brenda. Maybe if you're so protective of Heather, maybe you just say, you know what? You can't come out tonight. It's not for you. You're you're too young. I mean, you know, like, seriously, why, why'd you bring her? I don't know. She, so she acts pretty tough later 
in this same sort of mash of scenes. Uh, so maybe she thinks she's tough enough to protect her, I guess. Huh. Or she could just leave her home. I don't know why she can't see shit. She's wearing sunglasses at night. And if you need to stay, hang out with your sister so much, stay at home with your sister. You know, go into her world. You don't need to bring her into yours. Yeah, because obviously you're trash. You're living on the Savage Streets. And they're also all behaving like Georgie girl. Right, yeah. They're all window shopping, but never stopping to buy. Right. <laughs> Worst joke of the podcast. Well, considering or the, the best. Yeah. The first thing that they that stop one. to look at is the booby store where you look in through this lady's nipples that they've got cut out so you can look in and see what's inside the store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that was a strip club, not so much a store. <laughs> <laughs> it's a store for yeah. losing your money the same. I don't know. <laughs> what are you buying? Shame. <laughs> Messy pants. Uh, so the tough dudes, they spot the ladies walking around and they almost run over Heather because she just falls into the street. So what happens here is that they're going to they don't see her. She's in the middle of the street. They're headed right for her. So her instinct is to fall to the ground in order to be run over completely by the car. Yes. She is not hit by it. She doesn't dodge it. She sees it. And lays down. And lays down. <laughs> Maybe she's just really polite. Like, okay, let me help you with this. <laughs> she's like, thank God I've had to hang out with these assholes for an hour already. Yeah, maybe she's wanting it. She's yeah. like, you know what? I'm done. Just- End me. <laughs> Have you met my sister? Keep going. <laughs> Have you seen her rack? Have you seen mine? Yeah. I must end this. Yeah, Lene Quigley is not busty in this film. No. I, I thought she always was busty. How about that? But she's busty for somebody who weighs 78 pounds. Yeah, I guess that's true. So Brenda's like, fuck off, fuck you guys, fuck off, fuck your dicks, fuck your face, fuck you fuckers. Uh-huh. And they're like, what? Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, Razor Blade's like, some other time, Brenda. Yeah. They know each other. Shouldn't the movie have started here? Like, I mean, can't we get into this now? Like, Because we're like 15 minutes into the movie so far. There seems like there's some pretty bad blood between these two groups, and like maybe things could escalate pretty quickly, and then it becomes a revenge movie, but it yeah. doesn't. Perhaps this is another symptom of the cutting room floor. Uh-huh. Because later they are wearing matching gang jackets and they have a right. name. We don't are never really solidly delivered the idea that this is a female gang. Yeah, it is right ex post facto if you really sort of read about it and then kind of put things together. But they're right not, now you cannot fucking tell that. Yeah, they're not the pink ladies. They're the red satins. I think it's supposed to be satins, but they're wearing red satin. So I'm calling them red satins. red satins. Tough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then these dudes, they go over and assault this dude who doesn't pay them ever for cocaine and get his girlfriend's boobs out, mm-hmm. and she doesn't really seem to, like, care. Well, the She's one guy's just, high. like, grabbing her boobs and massaging them. She's like, uh, They shove the one guy's face into the boobs. Uh, uh, Vinny, Vincey, Vince. Why did I get these big fake boobies? Ugh. She does not, like, seem like she does not even fucking care. Uh, She's uh, like, there's more Coke, right? It's yeah. Tuesday. Which, and then that's over. Like, okay. 
I guess that's just established that they're Coke dealers. Yeah, we got to solidify that these people, this gang is drug dealers. Why can't they just be bad guys? I guess. Because that's two 1950s, Justin. Because this was made in L.A. in the 80s, and that was synonymous with bad guy as drug dealer. Right. That's what... Which fucking pisses me off. Well, this is, you know, different time. No, they could just be bad guys. They can just be bad guys, and this this whole situation gets completely fucking out of hand, and they escalated, and then the Red Satans escalated, and then it just blows up into this whole fucking gang war type thing of them being dipshits. Yeah. That's what this... Oh, God damn it. Okay, so... Uh, I think we're then rejoined by the female gang that we don't realize is a gang yet. Uh-huh. And they decide to... Engage fuck, in criminal behavior. Fuck with the other gang's car. Right, by stealing it. Steal their car. And then they go gallivanting around town, laughing and giggling and drinking and driving. And yeah. so who's the good guys at this point? I'm Cause the only thing you're telling me movie is that these other guys do co- sell cocaine. And that's the only difference between both sides of this movie. And in a town riddled with crime, Jake just leaves his keys in a classic. Right. <laughs> and then nothing happens about this cut to them and gym class the next day. Well, well they, they threw trash in they it. They threw trash in it. And oh, then okay. they did the most fucking gangster thing ever. Parked it and uh, told them where it was located. They went for ice cream afterwards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking straight up G thing. You guys want a banana split? Oh, homie. Thug life. Thug life. <laughs> Banana splits. Yep. And yeah, whatever happened with the car? It got fl- nothing. They nothing. took the trash out of it and drove it around more. And then here's your car back, guys. Here's your car back, guys. I left the keys in it just I, like you did. I put I put some gas in it. To, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Put $5 in the tank and a dumpster full of lettuce in the back seat. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Full there was, there was lettuce, lettuce all, all over, over the, the car. car. <laughs> it's like they went out behind a restaurant, used that dumpster. You know, probably the... Vince's work, double dipping. Yeah, insult to injury. They were like, "Oh God, nobody eats the salads there. We'll go there." Yeah. So, yeah. Next day at gym class, <clears throat> which is just the uh, busty ladies, uh, pan and scan. Basically, <laughs> it's like aerobics side here. It isn't even aerobics though. That gym teachers like. Oh, it's the worst. They're doing like a slow walk in place and she's telling them that their asses aren't high enough. Like I anatomically can't get my ass any higher. It's fixed <laughs> to my body <laughs> in between my legs and my torso. <laughs> I can't do anything about this. And she's like, I don't care. Get those asses higher. Put it on your neck. <laughs> yep. Put it those, on her neck. Tuck those asses in. Tuck them in. To what? You're. Ass. Yeah. All right. Now start twisting slowly. And I want to see those asses up. And then people are like, I don't think this is calisthenics. Can we get Richard Simmons in here, please? Yeah. At least he's sweating. You're just blowing a whistle and talking about our asses. Okay, ladies. Uh, (laughs) So Vince goes to this high school. unwilling or sort of unwilling uh wiener boy from the from the drug gang the scars sure which i'm confused at this point because i'm still like is he in the army or is he in high school because you can't be in both well are these are the other scars also in high school are they high school age what are they doing here they can't be well they can't be at school either 
This is the 80s, Justin, before no, they allowed you to... You can't just be some dude hang out at a fucking high school. I'm sorry, you can't. The last time that happened, they tried to elect him senator of Alabama. And they said, uh-uh! <laughs> no! No, that asshole was blocked from the mall in the 80s, Jackie. If you can get blocked from a mall for stalking children in the 80s, you're cl- you can clearly get banned from... I- like, you can't come around here no more, buddy. You can't just go to a high school even in the 80s. When you were in high school, were there dudes just hanging out? Yeah, I had a boyfriend who was 21. And he just went to your high school. Yeah, he would just show up at the high school. And be like, hey, what's up, teach? Yo. I checked in at the office. Yeah, Got my hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's common. It's recurring in these 80s high school movies that are like gang related, like The Principal uh-huh. with Jim Belushi. That's not... Students that are the problem. Substitute with Tom Berenger. Same thing. Non-students, the problem hanging out at the high school. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It may have been a thing. Well, maybe everybody needs a little Tom Berenger in their life. These high school kids. Yeah. You know, these dangerous minds. Mm-hmm. Coolio like- needs some. <laughs> I, that would be a- Coolio needs to stay away from high school. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Tom Berenger for that matter. Yeah. Actually, that would be a fun, I think I would hang out with. The- I wouldn't hang out with Coolio by himself, but if Tom Berenger was there- you know, the both of them are like, all right, fine. Not a chance. <laughs> like, really? I'm out. You're out. <laughs> that sounds awful. So John Vernon in basically his one of only scene. There's two scenes that he's in. Really? He gets to yell at Bl- Linda Blair a couple times. And then this scene, he day rated. He's wearing the same suit and the three right. scenes he's in. He was there for one day. He tells them to get the fuck right out of here. Get the fuck out my school. Yes. Like, go fuck an iceberg. Go, go fuck an iceberg. Fuck an iceberg. Listen, uh, you faggots. Get out of here. Yeah. He, are, he says that. He does. They're heavy with that word in this movie. They are. But this is the 80s when it was fine to slander groups of people. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, I have some questions uh, about the this, the Scar's uh, sexual identities. Uh, so, orientation, that sort of thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, you still don't, uh, you still don't go there. No, you don't, Vernon. Vernon, principal. But at the same time, you, you could be more subtle. You'd be like, look, boys, denial anxious to river in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Just get out of here and go do what you want to do. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. You can still sell cocaine. You can. And uh, be tough. Go down the road. You can wear the leather. Be who in you In fact, are. you probably should keep wearing the leather if that's your decision. Uh, maybe change the color of the leather a little bit to maybe get some some flags, maybe on. I don't think. I think they're dressed just fine. They okay. could All they right. could walk right. right into the Blue Oyster Club and fit right in. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Heavy leather. Oh, oh my. my. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ew. <laughs> Hell, John, out. hell bent for leather. Yeah. John Vernon just walks up. And he's like, hey, boys, seeing Cruising with Al Pacino. Maybe you should check it out. Tell me, Billy, do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> uh, yeah, he tells them to fuck off. They don't. They just go over and sit and hang out underneath the bleachers. Like, uh, and they're drinking snops, too. Yeah, peppermint schnapps. You know what this movie is missing? Why they're able to kind of sort of freelance around the high school. Uh-huh. The school oh, uh, teachers with guns. Uh, no. Oh, okay. I was going to go back to the 80s business with these high school movies. They don't have that janitor that's like the ex-tough guy. The black guy that teaches you how to play football? Or fight, like Billy Blanks. Or 
the guy from The Simpsons. Groundskeeper oh, Willie. Willie would beat the fuck he out of these fuck guys. These guys yeah. up. He would eat them. He would literally eat them and give them to the lunch lady, and he would be eating scar burgers mm-hmm. for lunch. Yeah, if I was going to pick a janitor to work at my school that would keep the riffraff down, Groundskeeper Willie. I'm pretty sure Groundskeeper Willie would also try to murder all of us. Sure. So. Billy Blanks is a strong number two, though. Billy Blanks, isn't that? He the- has a movie. I think it's called The Janitor or something like that. Custodian, maybe, where he is just the janitor. But those didn't he do the Tybo movies? Yep, that was way later. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like four. That years. was when the bottom dropped out of the Billy Blanks market. That was already, you know, a little shaky to begin with. <laughs> but one of the great scenes in that movie is he's a. Uh, he beats up the drug dealing high school kids that hang out, obviously, because that's every '80s drug high school movie in the the uh gymnasium with a mop like he's actually cleaning them up uh-huh yep you know what uh you know who also be good uh that that uh will hunting he'd take care of shit <laughs> do some math with the math are you yeah. talking about goodwill hunting his name's not goodwill hunting that's the name of the movie jackie his name is will hunting that guy wouldn't do shit <laughs> No, but the Affleck character that dance fights in slow motion. <laughs> How did anyone like that movie? GoFuckYourself.com. Yeah. <laughs> GoFuckYourself.com. Geely shout out anytime we can. So Heather arrives on scene uh, in the gym. She spots uh, Brennan waving because Brennan's still doing calisthenics. And uh, there's this dude named Wes. Yes. Wes is like 6'8". Wes likes top-heavy ladies. I think Wes likes every lady. Uh, it seems like he pretty much has focused in on huge boobs because he his does. girlfriend is Cindy, who's got huge boobs. Huge boobs. Uh, She's a repeat booby movie offender. And wants to cheat on her with Brenda, who has got huge boobs. Mm-hmm. I think this kid would fuck a pretzel. Uh, I think Wes is awesome. <laughs> I was thinking like he must be the quarterback because he's in a Letterman's jacket. But uh-huh. when you find out his name's Wes, you realize that that's a Letterman for him. <laughs> that's the Wes jacket. <laughs> they don't go to like West High. They probably go to like oh, this is a perennial high school. And what's the W for Wes? <laughs> so I don't forget it. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's uh, he's not a smart one. No. Wes. <laughs> By the way, Wes, it's L.A. Why are you wearing a jacket? <laughs> He's a goddamn creeper is what he is. <laughs> yeah, but he's a doofus, Jackie. He is a total doofus. He comes in there and is throwing some some game, uh, yeah. as it were, so towards the, the lady. vibes out, like, hey. Yeah, check me out. I'm six foot eight. Uh, well, he puts his leg up to show off his balls. Right. And his something sticking out of his. Yeah, his shirt is uh, pulled through his zipper. But his, his shirt down. is not that color. So it's his drawers. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's a total buffoon. And they're like, ha, 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 ha. Look at you. Look at your zippers down. And he's like, he turns around, zips it up. And then he turns back around and tries to play it cool. Like, you got me, ladies. My zipper was down. Mm-hmm. That's a cool guy. That's okay, though, because I'm still just going to vibe it. Yeah, I'm just vibing <laughs> it, chesties. Yep. Puts his leg up. <laughs> letting that ball smell kind of drift in. Maybe it'll attract somebody. Not everybody has ball smell, Jackie. Wes has ball smell. Yeah, you're right. Sure. Uh, yeah, did you see how tight his pants were? He's got some ball smell going. Uh, Wes is my favorite character in this film. But Cindy, his girlfriend, she's not having it because she comes in and she's like, 
dude, are you kidding me? If you're going to oogle somebody, make sure it's not fucking Brenda because I hate that bitch. Uh-huh. Cut to my favorite part of the film. Shower time! Because <laughs> we haven't seen tits in about eight minutes. Uh, Yeah. And this is... This is arguably one of the uh, chock full of shower times. This is flirting with an X rating on its own. Yeah. There is 30 naked women. Quite a lot. So I got a question for you. Uh-huh. Almost all of the naked ladies had the same beard haircut. Beard hair. What's a beard haircut? Like you. Cut- pubic hair. They call it the bearded oyster. The bearded. Clam? clam. You don't know what they call it. <laughs> Anyway, so everybody's got the same PB haircut. And I just want to ask Sam, was that in the budget somewhere? Like, we got to get some beards for everybody's beads. Oh, you mean like like the, some of them could have opted for a landing strip? Some of them could have, uh, you know, in everybody's the future gotten got, the Brazilian? Everybody's got the same PB haircut. How? What's a... What's... Okay. I just... I had the, In the 80s, nobody cut their pubes. They just... I thought that was when that started out, happening. Man. Well, you... I don't know. It was the 70s when you got the full. Yes. Yeah. But at this point in time, there should have been some trimmings. It looks like they're just trimmed, but not the landing strip isn't a thing yet. Yeah. So you're implying, Jackie, that you go into hair and makeup and you're like, do your work. I think that this time the I don't know if it's a bikini wax, but the. uh the fro coming out of the bikini in Southern California was already a problem that had been addressed, and these women have addressed that problem. Okay. All right. Yep. I think from here on out, I'm just going to let all of my pubic hair grow, and then I'm just going to put on a... I'm just going to sit out on the beach with my legs open with a white bikini on so that everybody can see it. So it looks like you've got, like, a balloon in your pants? <laughs> Why is that could, lady so yeah, bulgy in her? Just let it get soiled too, like it's a wife beater. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's like exactly. that's a weird beige bikini bottom. <laughs> like it used to be white. Uh, is taking a turn on to a place I don't want to go. Either way, we're in that hot shower scene. Yeah, hot. Well, it was. <laughs> yeah, I was feeling good there for a minute. Now I'm feeling icky. One of these ladies is getting married. Which is strange for a movie about gang fighting revenge. And high school. And they haven't even met, mentioned whether they're in the middle of the year or at the end or, or what. Or what, if they're seniors or where they are. It's just, ah, hey, 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 you just got, you just panned over from a bunch of huge breasted women to me talking about getting married. Uh, okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, back in the gym, Heather is telegraphing her fate to us. She's too young. She's too innocent. She's too filled with the joy of being a child to not end up with a horrible fate in this movie about uh, revenge and gangs. She's got talent. She's going to dance. You're like, wow. She's going to transcend all this. <laughs> She's going to make gonna it leave out. Leave all this behind. All this horror of bad a teachers. Normal town. Yeah. Kind of with some assholes in it. And topless ladies. 
okay. So sure shit, one of the dudes comes in, starts like, uh, hey, uh, you're uh, you're cute. Uh, let's kiss. You ever kissed anybody before? Uh, let's let's kiss now. Because as we all know, rapists love kissing. Kissy rapists. Yeah. Well, here's the deal: is that at this point, you know, they're sharing these mo- this moment, and it seems like they're in there for a while together, because she's teaching him sign language or some shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. And all I could think was, okay, so is this going to turn into like a Romeo Juliet type thing where they right would have been a better right. movie. It th- would have been a better movie if there was like another gang or something. Oh, like okay. they fall in love. But then Jake is too much of an asshole. Never mind. I mean, that, that movie does exist. It's just called West Side Story. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a very weird vibe. Even when we were watching it, I was like, they should fall in love. Because it was really working. Uh-huh. Like, they had this strange thing. And the other deal is that the blonde guy, I don't remember his name, but him and Red. Vince are sort of shaky on being in the gang to begin with. Right. They're like, eh, the guy that looks like Joe Piscopo, he's definitely in. And Jake, uh-huh. the leader, he, there's no turning back for this guy. Right. But you're not really sure about this fellow yet. Yeah. And then he makes an odd psychological turn towards the end of this scene. Right. Towards kissy rape. Uh, meanwhile, back in the shower time. They're fighting. Cindy and Brenda have picked a fight with each other. In the sort of. shower area. Sort of. I thought this was going to get real hot. Uh, I didn't. also thought that maybe it was going to actually turn into fighting. It didn't. It did. There was, two, there was no fight. Oh, yeah. the two <laughs> chicks behind just start fighting. There's two naked chicks that are like, that's not fighting, you stupid assholes. This is fighting. And they start beating the shit out of each other. And you're like, hey, camera guy, you're missing what's actually the fight is behind these two idiots. What Go was to that. Deal? Yeah. And then the gym teacher comes up and she starts breaking up the people that aren't fighting. I was like, hey. The real fight's behind you. Yeah. They're kicking the shit out of each Those other. Those naked ladies are really going at they it. They're going to town. <laughs> I don't know why. Which leads me to my very first problem uh, about this movie. Uh, we've all been in high school. We've all been to the gymnasium locker rooms uh-huh. uh, where you shower. How many entrances are in a locker room? Themselves, two. Two? One to the emergency exit out yeah, back. Yeah, there's an emergency and exit. One and into then... the gym. One to the gym. Okay, so there's one that goes into the gym, and then one that goes the emergency exit. Uh, The emergency exit is used for emergencies? I guess. Uh, I would think that they could only go one way, which is out. They would be locked the rest of the time. Otherwise, you could just sneak into the girl's locker room whenever you wanted to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So in order for Coach Z, Homestar shout out, uh, to break up this fight... She would have had to have been in there. Maybe she was taking a dump this whole time. Or she would have had to gone through the gym into the locker room to break up the fight, walking right past the men who are assaulting the deaf child inside the gymnasium. No, they take her into the men's locker room. That's after she comes in to break up the fight. Sure. Yeah. I don't think so. I think she's been in there the whole time. Yeah. And this is like hockey rules. Oh. She's not going to call it till somebody hits the ground. <laughs> nice. She likes it. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, she's a lady gym you know, teachers. You know, uh, and not to not to make a stereotype about people. Hear her with the asses up yeah. the whole time. Uh-huh. I uh-huh. think uh, I want to see those asses up up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> those asses need to be at eye level, ladies. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. Just do it. 
So, needless to say, Heather gets pulled into the boys' locker room and bad things happen to her. Sure. Which end in... Uh, uh, we should also mention Vince is completely reluctant to have any part of this. But uh, at the end of, of the nastiness, Jake, the leader, kind of kicks her. He kicks her real hard, I guess. I guess, but where he's positioned to and the amount of effort that is shown on screen by his face seems fairly minimal. Like, eh. Looks like he kicked her in the shoulder. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know what goes on here. But the next thing we see her in the hospital, pretty bandaged up. She's it, they don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. What's what's the prognosis, doctor? Anybody? Jackie, why don't you take prognosis? What happened to make her be completely covered head to toe in bandages? Uh concussion? So he kicked her in the head? Well, that's what it looks like. I mean, her huh. face is all cut up and shit. So I'm going to assume that he head stomped her, uh, ah. her. Her skull cracked. Oh, Jesus. And that's why she has all the bandages. And then they go down the side of her face because he kicked her more than once, I think. No, you only see it on screen once. Yeah, but she's got the cut on her face Maybe, anyway. maybe so, it was in that uh, cutting room floor shit. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure they were beating her savagely in between the raping. Okay. Well, she doesn't have a good day. Uh, and Brenda's like, mom, it's okay. I'm fine. Some lady shows up to play the mother for one scene and she's like, I'm going to do some acting. <laughs> and John Vernon's like, fuck off. <laughs> she, um, she delivers her line. I'll give her that. But at the same time, it's like, I'll go back to the dinner thing. Yeah. Hey, this is unnecessary. Who the hell are you anyway? Uh, Brenda goes to the bar because that's what you do. You know, you don't hang out by your sister's side and wait for her to get better better while she's in a coma. Uh, you go to the bar, sure. the club, with your girlfriends. Yeah. And talk to some lady who's not your mom. I don't know who this lady is. And she's... She's like, the adorable bar owner. <laughs> the adorable? <laughs> adorable? She's got she's, bad skin and she's bad the, hair. She's the wise old woman that's going to show you how... This Okay, so this, is, I think, was a really big missed opportunity. Because ah. we, we get introduced to this woman, right? Uh-huh obviously works and or owns this bar it does seem like she belongs sure. there because she's like hey tell jim to keep them coming uh-huh. and they're on the house we got to get these teenage girls pretty loosey-goosey so at this point i'm thinking that you know linda blair's character brenda is gonna tell her about this savage beating and uh-huh. raping of her sister right. and how there's no justice and then she goes well we're gonna get our own justice and this is when i thought the movie was gonna start I think it's supposed to. <laughs> it may have at one point. But believe it or not, the movie does not start here. It doesn't start here. Uh, her sister has been beaten into a coma. The movie is not starting here, folks. No. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Uh, this bartender, wage owner, whatever, she stinks. Because A, she's serving underage kids. Uh, plenty of booze. Uh, I don't care how bad he, he, he had those kids can't be in there. Wasn't it 18 at this point? No, age? dude, that was like in the 70s. Oh, no, it was Minnesota didn't go until the 90s. Yeah, but California did. So did it? no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, th- th- these know. kids can't be in here drinking. Either way, 18. They're not 18. They're juniors. Uh, so she's pumping them full of booze. Now, then the bad guys come in the toughs. And they are just there to fucking do drug deals. They're back to hassle that one guy. Hey, are you going to pay us or what? 
never really this guy like if i was him i would just continue to say no yeah <laughs> they're not gonna do anything they to him really... his girlfriend at the time i guess she wasn't even really his girlfriend because she never shows back up right uh at one point they grab his balls <laughs> and then this time they just like oh you got the money yet and he's like i do and then he gives it to him and i was like wow longest drug deal ever right well you know it was weird too speaking of this ball grab is that we didn't mention that while they're raping the sister, they start hugging and kissing each other. Yes. They do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Razor Blade and... Uh, Joe Discamo. <laughs> Joe Discamo are making out by the stall. Yes. Uh, okay. Hmm. You, you get rid of that frustration, guys. It's okay. Just admit it. And yeah. before that, right before they steal the car, they see them kiss a motorcycle man. Okay. Just some random guy on a motorcycle? I missed that. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, you guys want to get back at him? And they're like, yeah. And then they pan over to this drug deal that's supposed to be, apparently it's a drug deal. Oh, I remember this a motorcycle now, yeah. guy uh-huh. and his motorcycle chick. And the Piscopo guy leans in. No, or it was Razor Blade. I can't remember. Leans in and smooches the motorcycle yeah, man. Yep, yep. And then they t- doesn't kiss the motorcycle lady, just the motorcycle mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're always touching... Joe Piscopo's chest. It's uh maybe this film is just a big social statement about like, dude, we got to quit like making these guys, you know, not like we should let them be because they'll murder us if we don't. I don't think so. Like, I you know, like white people logic. Like maybe like, it's like know. a Top Gun type of thing. No, Where... they just had sex with each other. Yeah, they those guys just did it. They were fine. They were in the, the Air Force. You could you could bang in the Air Force. But you couldn't bang on the savage streets of LA. You get laughed at. Isn't it Judas Priest who's also gay? His name is it's not Judas, Judas Priest. Priest. <laughs> there was a guy named Judas Priest. No, there wasn't. He wasn't, no. No, but he was a badass dude, right? In the eighties yes. he had a metal band. Rob Halford, He's I already still in Judas Priest. <laughs> It is still badass. And I already And yes, did, quite gay. I already pulled the hellbent hellbent for leather joke, mm-hmm. so I'm I've I've already beat you to Rob Halford here. I got Jackie. the Blue Oyster Cult I'm, nailed down, yep. so you're gonna have to Blue Oyster Club, sorry. <laughs> Blue Oyster Cult, I think they're heterosexuals, I'm not sure. I well, damn it. I was gonna say this maybe maybe he knew about Judas Priest guy and was like, you know what, we're gonna put this in this movie. I'm going to help you out, buddy. I don't think Halford came out until the 90s. No, no. he didn't. Oh, this is dumb. My even, whole theory is just shot now. Even though their song was Hellbent, Hellbent for Leather. I mean, yeah, you know. Well, that actually means, uh, you know, riding a horse until it dies, too. Hellbent for Leather? That's what that means, yeah. What? Yep, you're killing your horse. You're riding it so hard. That's what Hellbent for Leather means. Leather's made of cow. You can make it out of horses. Huh. I learned that not a year ago because somebody said it while talking about a basketball game. And I was like, um, no, sir, you cannot say that in sports. So I had to look it up and I was like, oh, no, I guess you can. But he should really pay attention to, uh, you know, time and place. More people know about Judas Priest than that saying from, you know, the 1800s. You know, I don't think that's what Rob Halford was talking about. No, I don't think it was either. Anyways. Uh, these guys would be much happier and the world would be a better place if they just told each other that they loved them. Uh-huh. Uh, so it, back at the fucking bar, they come in, they do this drug deal, they start assaulting the soon-to-be-wed 
They assault the waitress first. They, they assault yeah. the waitress. There's no bouncer at this place. Uh, they they then have proceed to have a giant fucking bar fight uh, over this uh, soon to be wed red satin. Uh, and the bar owner doesn't do anything. There's the like, band just keeps playing. There's teenagers fighting with knives. Yeah. Well, I think the band has been here before. They know that they got to <laughs> keep playing. I also really, it's I kinda like wanna, Roadhouse. Yeah. I kind of want to talk about this band. Cause it's like the bass players playing his bass upside down. <laughs> right. Rather than left-handed and uh, restraining it. And you say playing. Yeah. Nobody's actually playing. Nobody's playing. Uh, he, the bass player also has like a star painted on his cheek and then everyone has mascara except the guitarist. Right. Oh, and eyeliner and eyeliner. Yeah. And so the drummer looks like he's like, fuck John (laughs) fucking asshole. I wouldn't wear, I, I was only wearing the eyeliner because everybody else was like the drummer seems out of place. Yes. He's like, I am, I should, I should be in a different band. You know what else (laughs) seems out of place is the vocals. Because there's, you, it, you hear the soundtrack, and there's a guy singing, but there is no shots of a guy singing in this band. None of them sing. None of the, None nope. of the performers. Instrumental things line up to the sounds no. either. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a microphone, but nobody's using it, right? Yeah. That's weird. All right. The dudes run away. I guess it's over because the next scene happens. Like the cops don't show up. There's no repercussions. Linda Blair, I guess, stabs him in the back of the head, which later turns into the front of his no, face. I it's don't even know. The what gal happens. that's getting married okay. slashes him unclearly, and then later we see he has a mark on his face. Yeah. Next day, uh, they don't even have any. Again, no repercussions. No even emotional repercussions. Like, wow, we almost all died last night because the next fucking scene is Richie, the soon-to-be husband writing poetry about getting his dick sucked sure in poetry class disco's dead uh good one yep (laughs) disco sucks punk is dead rock is good so give me head something yeah yeah uh yeah and his teacher's like cool let's break this blowjob poem down (laughs) yeah i mean but at this point you're you're oh god i mean it's the 80s and you're just kind of like you know what fine okay if this if this is what i've got to work with i would probably do the same thing as a teacher i'd just be like okay fuck it you know what i gotta get this lesson taught anyway so here we go and it seems like none of them even know what a blowjob is they all know no because they're like she it's seems like she doesn't really know something to do with sex there's some i heard like some voiceover guy in the background go like i think it means doing it yeah so they don't, these teenagers don't really know, Jackie. They're too innocent while stabbing gang members in the back of the head. And I Oh, just, they know. They don't because they said that they don't. The movie tells us you're just assuming that they do. Well, the lady goes, I'm not sure I should tell you about this, Mrs. Clark. And she's like, I can handle it. Tell me. She's like, um. The teacher's like, I know what it is. Bullshit. Damn it. I can suck start a leaf blower. <laughs> I was a barbarian queen. Yeah. Well, but that wasn't Lana Clarkson, was it? No, it wasn't. Okay. It was somebody right. else. There's everybody in this dead. movie is a frequent offender of the booby movies. And they, it's like, okay, why you got them in here if you're not going to get them out? You just more boobs. Well, speaking of boobs, uh, now it's party time in class because poetry class is over. So they have a big wild party in the middle of the in between sessions of class, whatever that's called. 
hallway walking time. Hallway walking time. I, I went to high school. Remember hallway walking time? That shit was awesome. <laughs> it was a long time ago. I don't remember what this shit's called. Uh, Brenda and Cindy are back at it. They are doing their thing, giving each other evil eyes, talking shit, calling each other the C word. Uh, and then it ends up with uh, them fighting to my favorite rules. Mm-hmm. He These are who nar- wins, or he, the loser is the first one to lose their shirt. Exactly, yes. These well, are not the Marcus of Queensbury rules. No. As, in Cindy's defense, uh-huh. Wes had went up to Brenda and was like, I really like you. <laughs> Such a mouth reader. I really like you. <laughs> She's like, go away. <sighs> I don't like you. You're just like an explosion. I never know what's going to happen. Cindy, take your grody ass boyfriend and get the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. And Cindy's like, uh uh-uh, uh, not my man. He's not gross. Let's take our shirts off. Or at least mine. At least mine. Cindy's this... got big boobs, too. Yeah. So Cindy... apparently, all clothes in the 80s were made out of crap. Yeah. Or were they? <laughs> it depends on what you define as uh, their function. Yeah, uh, exactly. Coming off is uh, my favorite function. If you realized that Don Simpson was secretly one of the greatest fashion designers <laughs> in the 80s, everything, all of the women's shirts were breakaway. Right. All right, so Brandon gets suspended for this behavior again, probably. Uh, so now they've got some time to do stuff. They've got, uh, she's, she's open. Her schedule's wide open this week. I like that she says right after she gets suspended, she's like, I'm never getting out of here. I was like, you just got suspended. You are officially out of here. Let's go get ready for a wedding. What? What? This <laughs> oh, is yeah. A revenge gang movie? Gang movie? Oh, okay. Well, and we learned that the the friend is pregnant. Okay. And that she's only told Brenda. All right. Still doesn't help it fit in this film, Jackie. No, it's not. All right, so she goes, and they're, they're uh, getting dressed at the, the bridesmaid, whatever, the parlor. What is that? A bridal shop? Bridal shop, sure. Yeah, whatever. A wedding dress store? Yeah, I got married a long time ago. I don't know what that's called either. I, it may have just been somebody's house. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, but the Tufts have followed her. They're like, uh-huh, yeah, okay. We're going to do something to her. Because she cut my face. She cut my back head. My beautiful, well, no, I'm not very good looking. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is fucking hard to look at. And so they chase her under the bridge and then on top of the bridge and get her cornered where Jake picks her up over her head, WWE style, and chucks her off the bridge Yep, to her death. She dies. Doesn't make it. Can the movie start now? I mean, I think this is when the movie starts. I wrote down we stopped at 100 or one hour, exactly 60 minutes, and I said, the movie's starting here. I was wrong. Uh, damn it. No. And they throw her wedding dress down to where her body is. Oh, well. Insult to injury. Sort of. If this is your stuff. Here you go. <laughs> well, like, I mean, shit. They, they could have left it in the fucking box. I, they could have done what they really wanted to do with it. Wear, wear it. it. Wear it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's getting married? Yeah. It's me, Joe, Razorblade. Yeah, Joe Discopo, <laughs> whose name in the film is Fargo. <laughs> oh. Ah, okay. I'm so tough, I'm named after North Dakota. All right. The toughest town in North Dakota. Isn't it the only town in North Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too. Uh, yeah, so Vince has finally had it. He's like, fuck it, I'm out of here. You're a dick, Jake. I hate you. 
you didn't need to do that. I just wanted to pal around with you guys to make some extra money on the side while selling coke. Sure. Now you're murderers. Yeah. Cool. Now I'm accomplice. Eh. So he's like, fuck you. I'm out of here. He snaps. And he goes to Heather yeah, in the hospital. He snapped. You can't take it anymore. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm I didn't, sorry. I didn't mean to do you. I so love you. It's not, not cool. On my different part. world. We could have been farmers like the dead chick and her boyfriend. Right. We're going to be out of high school because you can do that. Yeah. They were going to be farmers. Question mark. That's pretty weird. While I'm giving my ipso facto monologue. Well, I, and then he was like, oh, I didn't mean to rape you. It just happened so fast. Yeah. He they was getting slapped a lot. They pulled his pants down and were like, do it. And they pushed him on her. Whoa. Uh, Brenda walks in hearing. It's not my fault. They did it for me. <laughs> no, it's still your fault. Yeah, it's still your fault, buddy. Brenda walks in hearing Vince's confession and uh, she chases him off. But then she goes home and takes a bath. Boobs. This is, I accuse, I accuse this scene of being from a different movie. The film stock no. is clearly different it is different and it doesn't really fit in the context it's just other than here's linda blair's boobs here are some boobs here are two of the best here they are yeah. and i had given up completely i'm writing notes i didn't think she was gonna get and them then out. you said something i was like oh yep, there they are still looking good oh that that's why we brought her into yeah. this film yeah even though we had to get it from another film possibly possibly or we shot it later because like we <laughs> Filmed the whole thing, and then six months later, we were like, oh, shit. Whoops. We, we, we forgot the main thing. Ah. And she's like, I don't care. I got paid yeah. the extra anyway. I'm not doing anything. You she, guys want to shoot a bathtub scene? She's like, I'm already in the bath. Come over. Yeah. And then they just ran over there with a CP-16 and got it on 16 millimeter and called it good. Like 17 times they filmed that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Linda. You were, cut, cut, cut. Start over. Slow track into the boobs again. 17 takes it took. Yep. There all night. <laughs> Water got cold. Then things got interesting when she got out the chocolate syrup. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm confusing this with a Minorsky film. Yeah. All right. So she's now, I guess she had a good think in the tub while she's having a soap. <laughs> the think tank. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you figure out? Nothing. <laughs> Uh, that I like the smell of vanilla candles more than I like the smell of rose candles. She's having a bad, <laughs> you know, they, you know, they like the candles and drink a little bit of Merlot. Yeah. The ladies. They like that. Basalts. And they eat them. And then they eat, they eat somebody faces. else. <laughs> okay. Smoke the basalt, eat somebody's face. Uh, so now she's ready for revenging. She's suited up. Uh, she's, she is also hell bent, hell bent for leather. Yes. Uh, looking hot. Uh, I at now 66 minutes. Yep. I write down the movie has started. I think it's finally started. And it she, has. while taking a bath, has finally released, really realized, okay, they, these guys, they're bad. This keeps escalating. We're not really doing anything. We stole their car that one time, but then we kind of just like not did anything to them anymore. Uh, they raped and put my sister in a coma. They've killed my best friend. She didn't know about that yet. Eh, I'm still questioning that because Vince seemed like he was confessing the whole thing. But, uh, and then when she is finally told by Jake later, she doesn't really react to it too much other than you did what you did what to uh, her. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah, she, she didn't know. know, but she's finally ready for revenging. I guess like something yes. on the way to the bathtub was her breaking point. Just seeing Vince there, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like things are de-escalating. 
at this point in time if she doesn't know about Brenda getting chucked off the bridge. I don't know. Either way. So she, what does she do? She goes to Vince's house first with the knife. She's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, motherfucker. And uh, Vince's dad doesn't seem to care. Doesn't seem to care. <laughs> it's like no. all those kids are just like, finally got a girlfriend. Yeah. I remember when my wife used to do that. Yeah. Almost stabbed me. And I, so I guess this is when she finds out about Missy. Yeah. Yeah. Vince tells her right then. So she doesn't kill him, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Which I'm going to question that right now because that's one of my questions. Why didn't she kill him? He was the he was a rapist. Yes, he, he had raped his sister, uh-huh. her sister, uh-huh. and he had stood by and watched as her friend was thrown off a bridge. Why the fuck didn't she kill him? Yeah, I think the thing about revenge movies, uh, I think that you can't do them unless you go all the fucking sure. way. Like otherwise, what's the point of a revenge movie? Like. That when that person snaps, when she, when when the chesty lady's in the bathtub, she's like, she has made a decision that can't be reversed. Exactly, like they're past the point of no return. Also, in the shot before she starts pressing the knife against his throat, mm-hmm. it's just a shot of her holding the knife straight up with the crazy eyes, and you're like, oh right. shit, she's gonna she's kill that gonna guy. Fucking kill that guy, and then she doesn't, and then she doesn't. So you're like. Okay, so the movie started still. I guess maybe they could go back to like doing a roller skating scene here because it's all over the fucking place. Why yeah. not? Maybe she didn't kill him because she's like, I would I would gut you like a pig right now, except your father was very courteous on letting me in. I didn't want to ruin his carpet. I'll <laughs> so see you instead, later. Instead, I'm going to go to the uh, sporting goods store and buy a fucking crossbow. Nice. She buys an entire two bags worth of shit. Yeah, and a new outfit. This is a different... When we see her next, she's wearing different leathers. When we see at the beginning of the film them looking at this surplus store, supposedly, that has crossbows and bear traps, you're like, odd. And then you're like, wait a second, they're paying that off of all things? Right. Yeah. Because everybody knows that if you live in L.A., you need a fucking bear trap. Well, she finds the other two toughs, not Jake. He, they, Jake drops off the other two guys at uh, in the industrial district, which I guess is just like, there's. hey, we hang out at the carpet barn warehouse. Joanne Fabrics, Justin. Wow, cool. later for the Joanne Fabrics. Uh, I think that this is the same place. That, it is. Yeah. yeah. They're in the alleyway behind it. Right. And she's, she's like, hey, boss, look at me. Don't notice these arrows strapped to my leg. She's got a she's got a quiver on, right? It's on her butt rather than on her back. I think that looks bad, more badass when it's you like have a the, hip, quiver yeah, hip thing, quiver. Yeah. I think that's cool looking. Mm-hmm. Like, that mm-hmm. should be more of a movie thing. The hip quiver, fast loading. She's know? got the Orpheus rigs. Yeah, nice. Yep, eight people got that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she baits them in and like, then, "Come get me! I've got huge cans." And they go in there, and I'm like, "Wait a second. This is the back of a Joanne Fabrics, and they're like, oh, shit. Now they're in her world. Ooh. <laughs> She's like, linens and things. I'm going to make a peace quilt out of your asses. <laughs> so they stalk her. They're like, we're going to get you. And they could hear her, and they're like, oh, you're right over there. And she's just laughing maniacally. And then Fargo walks up yep. to a tape machine that she has spent some time recording herself laughing maniacally yes. so that she can play this into a sort of trap because it's not even a trap. It's he finds not. this. It's a decoy. It's a decoy. He's like, it's a trap. And then somebody's like, that's a decoy, stupid. 
Yeah, because she then just comes around the corner and is like, I'm right here, just down the end of this other row of carpet. He's like, I'm going to rape you. And he confesses, too. Yeah. He's like, here's what we did. And she's like, I already know. Yeah. Big, oh, okay. why did I say that? We're past I'm not that. sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. She's got a fucking bear trap. Yeah. A fucking bear trap. And she's he's like, huh. And he steps over the bear traps, and you're like, well, I guess those ones didn't work. Yeah, that's too bad. A bear trap? Who brings a bear trap to a knife fight? Two of them. Yeah. Huh. How about that? But it doesn't take long after he steps over those bear traps to realize that the game is still afoot. He's like, I'm going to fuck you, bitch. And she's like, well, too bad you're not double-jointed. Huh? Because mm-hmm. you could then bend over and... Kiss your ass goodbye. Kiss your ass goodbye. Yep. And she shoots him with the fucking crossbow through the throat. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, Whoa! this is awesome. Nice. This is where shit starts to get real. One day, finally. Uh, now she has also previously recorded sex sounds into the thing, like oh, ooh. And the other guy's like, yeah, buddy, you're getting some. Where is that at? I want to get some too. He says, "Where's the pussy? Yeah. Where is it?" And so he comes over and he sees her and she's like, I'm going to fucking shoot you like I shot your fucking friend right through the fucking throat, you fucker. And he's like, no, you're not. I'm out of here. And he trips over the fucking bear trap and into the bear trap. Both of them <laughs> falls into them. They're like, oh, thank you for making it easier on me. She snatches his ass in a bear trap. <laughs> and then she can't light her cigarette. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> it's so weird. She has like that, like, I'm tough. And I've just killed a couple guys po- ipso or you know uh, post sex uh, yeah cigarette and you can it's she, not an intentional thing like right. she's you can see her face go this is not working but then she does some of the lone adult acting in her career and just finishes it out anyway yeah goes all the way oh I think that this was on purpose okay we'll discuss huh. that because I know what exactly what you're talking about when yeah. we get there in okay. a second uh, anyway she can't light her cigarette elsewhere Jake finds vince leaving town vince has is on the run now he's like these guys are gonna kill me because i've i've gone away from them and uh, betrayed them or whatever and so jake runs his ass over and vince is dead so he's just dead yeah all right then he goes back to the carpet barn to meet up with his boys i guess and uh opens the door and they're fucking dead as shit Arrow thin throat, two bear traps, one on on his head. <laughs> she's, she's put them on display. Yeah. She's trophied these two guys right. all of a sudden. You're like, whoa, that's a little weird. <laughs> Cross the line into crazy town. And he turns around. He's like, where, where are you? And then she fucking crossbows him in the thighs. Two mm-hmm. bolts right into the legs. Yep. Awesome. And, and we discussed this while we were watching it. I just want to make a quick point of it. They shoot him with the air. Obviously, he's got uh, uh, thigh pads on, and the arrow goes into his leg via the rope. Like, he was string a rope from point A yeah, to point B, and you run the arrow along it into a soft pad so it hits sure. where you want it to. They don't do that enough in film. Yeah, and I was still I watching this. We watched this three times, and because of the way they cut it, I still am not sure that they didn't do fishing wire in reverse. Oh, pull it out? Yeah. Either way, you, it looks good. It looks good. And what normally happens is you see the person shoot the arrow and then cut to the guy holding the arrow against his leg going, ah, yeah. you don't see it go in. And I really think that that's a mistake because it's a really easy thing to do. Sure. 
and I would amend to say it would look good if you couldn't see the fishing wire in every shot. Right, right. Well, you gotta you gotta do a better job. Yeah, man. it's just execution at that point. But you still, sh- the people should do it. Yes. Uh, so she gets him down, and uh, he pulls them out. He decides to take oh. his own life. They make they take they do more damage on the way out. Jake, don't they, do that on screen. They do a considerable amount of yes. damage. He pulls leg parts out with both arrows quite a bit of jake is now not attached to jake you're like i think that was an artery bud you're you're not gonna make it bleeding out like you, you are got like seven minutes like tops. when somebody loses their head in a kill bill movie you're like you're messy yeah you're making a real mess buddy uh-huh yeah his legs should have been squirting yeah, no, you don't pull the arrows out. You know, actually, anytime you get stabbed, you don't pull it out. Just don't do that. Go to the hospital. Then they let them deal with it. Anyways, so she runs out of arrows, and she's like, oh, well, I've got more in the car. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, fine. You go to your car. I'm going to follow you, and I'm going to get you. And uh, then she locks him behind the fence, and he's like, oh, I'm not that locked. I can get through here. But what she's done is rigged another trap. Yes. She has rigged an Ewok trap. Yeah, to her... Mitsubishi, it's the Dodge Raider, but I'm not, is it a yeah. trooper? We don't even know what this is. Yeah, it's, it's a real tippy four by four is what it is. Right. So now he's upside down and she's coming in with a knife. She's going to fucking cut him. Uh, Watch him die, I guess. Yes. Yeah. And we'll stick him and watch him bleed out. Have fun with that. But he kind of breaks free and hits her with the. Doesn't really chain link fence. He's just upside down, so he just grabs the gate Uh and closes it, and it hits her, and she's like, "Ah, shit, that fucked me up." She goes flying. Yeah, it's like she flies like ten feet away from him where she she was standing. Hits the ground and just starts rolling around. Yeah, she's incapacitated at this point. This movie has taken another turn because after this happens. She is no longer tough for the rest of the movie. She is in fear of her life at all. Like, she's getting chased by Mike Myers at this point. Where just four seconds ago, she was Van Helsing. Exactly. And that, let's say she does have a hard time getting up. This guy's losing a lot of blood. And my other thing is, you want to sit there and watch him die? He's upside down. Open up the back seat of your uh, 4x4. Pop a squat, crack a beer, watch him bleed all over himself yeah. until he's dead. That's actually where I thought this was going to go before he was hanging upside down on the other side of the gate was that it was just she was just going to hooky bob him through Sunset Avenue with a Budweiser. And it was going to freeze frame with her like doing the cheers to Sunset Avenue <laughs> while this like bloody pulp was being dragged behind her Mitsubishi. Wow. Yeah, that would have been something. <laughs> huh? I was expecting a wiener chop off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I kind of yeah. think that's what the film was implying that she was going to do, uh, was chop his wiener off. Because she says, what's going to be like without your balls or something like that. But mm-hmm. then that's when he hits her with the fence. But at the same time, I guess she got greedy. Like, she wanted those balls when she could have just watched him bleed out from his thigh injuries, you know? Or Which she, would be about, like, two more minutes because he's a sieve. Or she could be like, get up. You just got hit by a gate. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, no, the gate hit me. If Gates did that much damage, half of America, it would be like, 
Today on Dateline NBC, <laughs> more people have been killed by gates. Yeah, it's the gate crisis. Because everybody's been hit by a gate and not gone down. Nobody's hit talking, by the gate that hard. Nobody's talking about the opioid crisis. Everybody's calling up Trump yeah. and being like, what are you going to deal with the gate crisis? Yeah. We need a gate crisis community service system. Got to deal with these gates. Town hall meeting. <laughs> uh, if I know anything about Donald Trump, he hates gates. He just likes the fence. No. He doesn't even really like the fence. No, he just, like he just wall. wants walls. It's, it's a fence, Sam. It's offensive. <laughs> oh, God damn it. We, we're going to pretend we set that up. We Man, we I worked on not, that all yeah, day. <laughs> just happened. All right. Uh, so he gets on top of her while she's down. And I guess he's going to rape her. Is That's that what, what I thought. I thought, okay, she's he's down. Now. He's like, all right. I don't go unconscious. I'm raping the shit out of you. But it's starting to get pretty fuzzy. Oh, boy. I'm seeing spots. Yeah. Not feeling good. <laughs> well, not to mention, you probably wouldn't want to put, like, weight on your knees and your legs. Because <laughs> it would fucking hurt like hell, you know? He's like, I was going to do this, but I need you to roll over I on your you, side because you, I can't put any pressure on my legs. Still, can you get on top? <laughs> I don't feel good. <laughs> But she, I guess, stabs him in the dick here. Yeah, it shows her. She stabs him clearly under the ribs right. on the right side. But then in the next shot, he pulls a knife out of his crotch. Right. I'm saying she got oh. some balls. Yeah, well, they want us to think she got yeah, balls. They just didn't up, execute it. And then she runs away. He's got a knife in his dick. He's got two puncture wounds in his fucking arterial. What is that? Uh the arterial artery? That's, that's not, it, yeah. No, that's the uh, artery, term. artery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dr. Rosen, Rosen. Rosen. It's a big one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, prognosis, he's not going to make it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she runs away, breaks into a, like a Sherwin-Williams a paint store. Yeah, and, and he's like, now you're in my world. <laughs> and she's like, you're a painter? Because I'm scared shitless all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, she's panicked. Yes. What the fuck? She grabs a crowbar and I'm like, okay, well, you got the upper hand back. And she's like, no, I'm just going to try to get out of here. And like, he can't even move. He's bleeding Why so much. Why did you try to get into here if all you're trying to do is get out of here? Yeah. Through the front door that's locked. What the fuck is your plan here? And like, he's dying. Mm-hmm. We're not making this up at this point. Like, like the film knows he's dying. He's stumbling around. He can't. Bumping into shit. I don't even know if he knows his name anymore. He is just a walking husk with yeah. no blood in it anymore. And all of his wounds are downstairs and he's standing up. So he's just pouring blood out. Like it, there is sound accompanying each step. He's got gushy shoes. Yeah. Sherwin Williams <laughs> doesn't need to paint the floor. Yeah, I don't remember it being unless, red in here. Unless they want it to be red <laughs> and not want it to be red or whatever. Uh, yeah. So then she finds some flammable paint. It's got this big flammable. Like, sure. If you go to Sherwin Williams and ask for paint and they give you a paint can with this giant flammable sticker on the side of it, are you taking it home? No, well, I, I'm going to pay the extra five bucks for the non-flammable right? You're going to you say that. <laughs> you say that. But then they're like, well, a normal gallon is $38. This is on clearance for eight, $8. And you're like, how flammable are we talking? How flammable are we talking? It's pretty flammable. And he's like, you see how big the sticker is? It's as big as the can. It's, it's, it, it's. It's napalm. When it dries, it's, does it say that flammable? Twice as flammable. It's <laughs> but it's eight dollars, and you're like, okay. How about on stucco? Super flammable. God 
damn it. If the sun just hits my house right, <laughs> it might blow up. What if I keep the sprinklers going at all yeah. time? Is it if, it, if water gets water, on it, is it flammable? Boom. He's like, <laughs> have you heard of Greek fire? That's what this shit is. But then you're willing to chance it because yeah. it's only eight bucks. Eight bucks. And you're like, okay, Dude. so here's the deal. I got a 1,200 square foot house in the valley. How many cans of this do you think? Five tops. You know, that's not a lot of money. He's like, it's not. You will die. Eight tops. I don't even like the yeah. color, but man, eight bucks. It's 87 degrees outside. Your car will explode with these inside of it. You won't even make it home. <laughs> But think of the savings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she chucks this flammable paint onto him. Which is a terrible color of beige. It's yeah. gray primer. Yeah, it's, I think it's primer, which is really not flammable. Anyway, no. maybe in the 80s. I don't know. It's just lead-based. Uh, lead doesn't burn. No, not really. So he, she chucks it onto him. That really kind of doesn't affect him too much because he just grabs her and starts choking her and she's going to die. Yeah. And then she gets it. So he's like hugging her, which causes her to be covered in the icky paint. Yeah. And then she pulls her lighter out and lights him on fire. And he like barely it's, gets a lit on fire yeah. and looks over and is like, shit, I'm on fire and pushes her to safety, essentially. Yeah. And then he goes up like a fucking torch. Yeah. So it's delayed. Like it's super flammable napalm. But it takes a little bit. It's, yeah, it's like starting a campfire. Yeah, right. It takes a bit to get it going. <laughs> but then you die. Whole house. Okay, so Mike. Here we go. The lighter thing, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, here we go. I think that it works that like was a set up. Okay. Because she had to click it a couple of times during this scene as well uh-huh. in order to get it to work. I don't think But everybody it, knows it, that it, if you have a cheap quick. lighter, you shake that shit to get a, the fluid going again, and then it lights. It was a bick. Right. See, I would agree with you. What difference does it make? But here's the problem with the shot earlier being a setup. Uh-huh. If it's a setup, there needs to be she she gets it on the third try. They gotta roll around. Yeah. It needs right. to be way more tense, like God damn this lighter. Like her she's getting shook or like, Oh, it's getting dark. It's snap, like snap, 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 finally gets it. In this it's click click woof. He's yeah. he's he's on fire. It's no time at all. I, it just doesn't seem like they did. If if you're right, they did a very poor job of establishment. Even though they make a huge, like an entire scene about her failing to light a cigarette, I think that that was unintentional and it just worked out at the end. And even then, it was like it got past the editor because he probably could have cut around a little right. bit more in there right. to make it seem like the lighter. She's didn't struggling work. to get the lighter to work. Yeah, she does not struggle to get the lighter to work. He goes up like a fucking torch. Yeah. Well, then he turns into. Uh, Leatherface too. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Michael Myers mask almost. It's not they did. They needed to shoot it from another angle. Right. Always, always shoot the flaming guy from where you can't see his face. Let him fall gotta... through the glass backwards. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, hey, the cops show up. One cop. One shows cop shows up in this film an hour and a half late, and he's like, "Uh, yeah, this one's over already. I'm gonna go back to real gang violence." Right. Oh boy brings me to my first question uh we're not done with the film oh postscript the ladies visit uh missy's grave linda blair's hair has gotten a lot smaller in this shot like and a different color making me think this is definitely a callback oh and heather's out of the hospital now so i guess nothing really happened with that she looks fine yeah she's walking around no 
Real interest. She got a scar on her face for where she was kicked. But uh, that's about it. Yeah. Pregnant gal's still dead. Yep, she's dead. No more innocence. The song. Well, they're putting their uh, bridesmaid bouquets on her grave. Ah, ah! I piece that together now. Good job, Jackie. Yeah. So that was her wedding day. Okay. That's too bad. (laughs) She got married to being dead. (laughs) Still. (laughs) All right, Sam. What's your first question? Why are the cops completely absent until just the end? Well, again, I don't give a shit. They're doing bad things. These kids get arrested. This this Jake and his gang aren't even in this movie because they're already fucking in prison for, like, bank robbery or, like, even shittier crimes. Liquor store? Like, these guys would hold up a liquor store. Then they're idiots, and they're going to get fucking busted. And if you think that this is their first rodeo down the rape town, uh, uh, these guys... Or repeat offenders, judges already throwing them three times, three strikes, you're out. You're in the you're in the fucking pen now, buddy. No, they're okay. not because they're not constantly shooting at the police. Therefore, they're a low priority. Uh, Have you seen Colors? Mm-hmm. Mm. Small time crooks. These ones. Uh, they got their own. They they are. You know why? Because some gal that can't do aerobics right kills all of them. <laughs> <laughs> the police show up at the end and like. Uh, I was right. This one worked itself out. We don't have to worry about the scars because there was four of them and there's real gangs. I don't know, Sam. I think that the cops find somebody finds a body in the L.A. River of a pregnant. I'm sorry to say this white woman. Uh, I think there's a bigger stunk made about this Ah. than than you're implying. She was Mexican. Yeah. Oh, shit. There you uh-huh. go. Okay. Good job, 1984's yep. LAPD. Yep. We know what you're going to get up to in eight years. They're not going to worry about the scars when they got the bloods and the crypts to worry yeah, about. Yeah, right. Uh, so at the very end of the movie, her friends are like, Brenda's like, well, at least she knows that we serve justice. And her friends all look at her like, you fucking killed someone. <laughs> and then they just mosey away okay. so it's my understanding at that point that like that's the her friend saying oh no you crazy bitch yeah and they're out they're yeah. they're no longer part of these satin girls because the satin satans because <laughs> she took it one step too far she fucking killed four people well they killed he killed her friend I yeah, mean, I you think, know. yeah but you think that they're off a bridge dude you would think that they would be a little more supportive of her like hey i think you did the right thing Fuck those guys. They would have killed somebody else. You know, like, just been like, hey, let me take you out for ice cream now because that's what we do. We commit crimes and then go to ice cream. But no, they they were just like, I can't believe we fucking killed those so dudes. So you think, you think the Red Satins were uh, a phony gang, kind of like like uh, Vince and uh, the other dude from the Scars? Like, they didn't really want to be tough guys. It was just the leaders that were the ones that were psychos. Those three were obviously doing it for the fashion. Right. Mm-hmm. They Thank wanted those red jackets. Thank you. And if you bought them in bulk, you got a discount. Yep, there you go. Phony. Two, this movie's about two phony gangs going head-to-head, and that's why there's so much other bullshit not happening. It's because it's not even a real gang revenge movie. Yeah. It's just uh, Jake versus Brenda. Plus, at the end, when she's putting the flowers on the grave, she's given up on the gang, obviously, because she's wearing brown corduroy. That's right. So she's doing like a Mary Tyler Moore thing mm-hmm. at that point. She's yep. like, I, I got like a nine-to-five thing with Ed Asner. Yeah, I'm, mm. I'm three years older than you guys. You guys are still in junior high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
rewrite the movie for me. Because as we mentioned, it's not really a revenge movie and it's not really a gang movie. And there's a whole lot of nothing happening for an entire hour where the plot doesn't start. So I want you guys to, uh, <clears throat> we kind of flushed out some ideas sure. during the podcast, but what could this, how would we change this? Deleting 45 minutes of it and still keeping it 90. I would bring in the streetwise bar owner and uh, John Vernon as larger characters that aid in the vigilante business towards the end mm -hmm. to make it seem like the town's gotten out of control, but she's not just this lone vigilante like street justice is a core to the community. Okay. You so find out at the end kind of like death wish, but where the town is supportive of Charles Bronson. Yeah, pretty much. And, and like maybe she deals with this gang the, the revenge side of things a lot earlier. And now she's just a psychopath out to clean up the streets. Yeah. That sounds awesome to me. Or the, like when the guy's working his way over rather than her using the paint, that's flammable. Like he's about to get her. And all of a sudden, uh, John Vernon standing behind him and he breaks an ice brick over his head. And he's like, it's no Berg, but it'll do <laughs> Jackie. What would be your idea? Delete 45 and replace it with something else. The whole front of it is a modeling career thing. Okay. She, Brenda is going to be a model? Well, they all are. Okay, all right. They're going to be a pack of models. Okay, so they're like the Spice Girls of modeling. Right. Sure. And one of them gets raped. Okay, all right. It can be the little sister, sure. 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 Baby Spice. Uh-huh. And, uh... Then they go out for vengeance in stilettos with the school teacher and the bar lady, right? Uh -huh. Okay. They're like, you got to, I know that you ladies like the the catwalk, but there's a time and a place for a different kind of catwalk. They call it a death walk. And anyway. so then they get all these like really like thigh high boots on uh -huh. and they get all like gussied up and there's like a whole montage of them, you know, learning how to fight with sticks and shit. And then... <laughs> So they be, they're like model mercenaries then. Yeah. Okay. And then they go out and fucking kill every one of those dudes, ripping their wieners off. I really wanted to see a wiener get ripped off. Yeah, but there's only like, there's only four dudes. I don't know if you could fill 45 minutes. Well, then, well, there's a, they would be like business, you know, like <laughs> yeah. traps and shit that they would set up as part <laughs> okay. of the montage. And then we would get to see all of that. So it's like home alone. With mercenaries who are female that are also models. Yeah. Okay. Right. Kill them all. Sure. Yeah. I'm going with Sam's plan. <laughs> I think that's actually... Sam's created an actual movie. You've created a mashup of the Spice Girls, Home Alone, and Navy Seals. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, dude. Navy Seals. <laughs> they jump out of birthday cakes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I got one last question. All right. Who was the best looking bad guy? If you had to go on a date with one of these bad guys, who would you go on a date with? I honestly think all three of them are pretty. There's four of them. There's four of them. You got to count Vince. The three guys that are not Jake, that are the gang members, are like disfigured human beings. I think uh, Jake's the only one that looks like a. No, Jake's adult the most man. disfigured of the other ones. What one. are you talking about? I think the only one that looks normal is the blonde haired dude. Everybody else is like, Ugh, gargoyle. Okay. 
Oh, I would what? go with Joe Pescopo. Really? Yeah. What, what, why, where are you going with this? Hair. <laughs> yeah, hair? he's hairy man. I like hairy men. <laughs> I just wanted to say that, so I set it up as a question. All right. Of all the chesty ladies in this film, who would you go out with? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I think we know. We, yeah, there's no contest. <laughs> yeah, there's I'm, a couple of uh, you know, a couple of pairs showed up. You're like, hey, all right, it's honorable mention, but yeah, not uh, taking down the crown. Uh, let's uh, let's dive into final recommendations here, guys. Sam, uh, we'll go with you. Although it takes forever mm-hmm. to get going, once it does, it was fun enough for me to give it a do. Okay. The other thing about how long it takes to get going is that the Nonsense that has nothing to do with anything that happens for the first hour of the film is extremely riffable. Yeah. Jackie? I'm going to give it a do. All right. Uh, Mostly what Sam said, right? Once it got going at the end, I was cheering. I was trying to guess what was happening at the plot. Um, The twists always surprised me, you know, especially like the chain link fence. Yeah. Right. uh, Leg thing. And didn't see that coming. Her weird transition to being a damsel in distress. Yeah. Yeah, That was kind of stupid, but um, yeah, the front of it was pretty awesome. The costumes are pretty riffable. The one lightning bolt earring that she keeps wearing and all of her high beam shirts. Yeah. (laughs) High beam shirts. Well, I'm also going to give it a do. Uh, It's sort of a barely do with the caveat. Now it's a total do for just a midnight movie. You can do this sure. as a midnight movie at any point in time. Uh, but not. I would not say that other than that, this is a rush out and watch. Uh, it It is incredibly weird because it's one of the most conventional plots. It's a revenge movie. That's like 80% of movies. I mean, it, it's not a very uncommon weird plot, but there's so much weirdness in its commonness. You know what I mean? Like, 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 You've got this whole very bland, normal, common, you've got this ununique plot idea of revenge by a busty chick with arrows killing bad guys. But then it has all this other what the fuck is going on in this movie that makes it an even stronger do pass the uh, the midnight movie. Sure. Uh, so it's not it's not it's not a hot piece of ass by any means. Uh, Cause there's some pretty long, like, dude, can we get to where she goes nuts and kills everybody part? I, I almost, I do to bring back deadbeat at dawn. It, it kind of is the same way for me where the end is like, holy fucking shit. It's not as holy fucking shit as deadbeat at dawn, no. but uh, it still has that like transition to where the pace of the movie completely changes into a level yes. of, whoa, that, uh, uh, just makes it an oddball. Not as hard of a shift as Miami Connection either. No, 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 no. But it does have that shift. Yeah. And I think the thing that makes the, uh, especially now that I know its fate with the X rating, that first hour just being, remember all that shit we cut out? Yeah. Put it back in and take all the bad shit out. Yeah. Just put everything we shot back in the yeah, movie. And, and, except for that. I would love to see the original cut of this Another movie seven minutes of the rape scene i don't really that would be hard that would be hard well that's what i'm saying is i actually kind of like that first hour now that i realize it's just like every fucking thing we shot put back in yeah. and then do as many right. callbacks as you can yeah and try to piece it together so there you go it is streaming on amazon prime so you can uh get it get your hands on it pretty easy i would I would go for it i'd go for it <clears throat> uh on do's and don'ts we have a do's and don'ts this week uh <laughs> 
This is weird even saying. Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, which I think is the fourth one? Four. Okay, yeah. Wow. <laughs> this franchise took a left turn. <laughs> kind of. I really what think. What are you talking about? It's so similar to fucking three, except for that they have this. They take it. They make it a little bit weirder than three. It's pretty weird. But the same, like they they do the same thing in three, where they have this like, let's try to expand on the why. Why? Why do you need to? That's what I don't. I I don't really fucking care. You shouldn't. But I guess that's where and I haven't seen two in so long. Which a lot of people really say that two was the best one. Toby Hooper directed the second one okay. as well, All and right. that he thought that there was a lot of comedy in the first one that people didn't really notice because. It was shot in such a manner that it seemed I too remember, creepy. I remember Jackie laughing pretty hard at one scene. <laughs> yeah. Like right out the gate. Yeah. So two is in, intentionally more of a dark comedy. Uh-huh. And that three and four seem to hold on to a number of things that two does, but none of them do anything that two does as well. Well, it, it, it kind of seems fairly conventional in the beginning as far as like the hillbilly white trash psychopath murderers. You, you know, you get lost in the woods. They chase you into their house and you, you think you're running into your, to this dumpy fucking house for safety. And there is Leatherface inside because now he's with this family. And I don't and, you know, everybody's a psychopath and everybody says yeah. weird things that make you even more. It, that's all fine and good as far as the Texas Chainsaw Massacre goes, because that's what it, like, sure. essentially when you're a horror fan, that's what you're coming for is the 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 Rob Zombie type horror where you're in an escapable situation from gross people. Dirt. Sure. Dirt dirt is has an aspect in the horror of it itself. They're dirty, icky human trash that, that society has thrown away or whatever. We don't need to go into their whys, and I, that's what I don't get about this film. But then this takes a turn into pretty paranormal shit. Like, I think that there's a man in black in it. Sort of, like he's hired him to do something. But I think he might be a robot or an alien. Yeah, that's right. I said there may be a robot or an alien in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. <sighs> and he's got a weird tummy? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's like he's got a maze carved into his belly with, with three rings. Three rings on it that never gets developed at all. He just shows up. I'm a rich guy that has a robot voice sometimes. And you're trapped in here, Renee Zellweger, with my minion who has a robot leg. A robot leg. And has been almost a character to this point. That's the other thing that's different about any of the other Uh Texas Chainsaw family members up to now is this guy's really getting turned into a character on his own. The robot guy or Matthew Matthew McConaughey? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Almost. Yeah, he's not like he's pulling away from Leatherface. Yeah, Vilmer is now this almost character he gets like 85 percent of the way to becoming a character uh-huh. but then he never makes it well i'm gonna be honest there's only so much you can do with leatherface he doesn't really have anything to do he doesn't have powers uh he doesn't really have any motivation other than his chainsaw and screaming i mean where where else can you go with leatherface the backstory of leatherface. Eh, well they off. went there with this one he wants to be a pretty lady uh, he takes a second seat to Vilmer. Vilmer, absolutely. Sure. Who then is a this 
almost character that now with the robot leg has an unexplained robot leg that can be controlled by any remote control. So he's not only killing people for the excitement or entertainment of this weird guy who shaved his sideburns all the way off and has a strange belly, but he's also stealing every remote in the entire county so that people can't fuck with his leg. Right. Which seems like something that people would notice. Like where are all the remotes going and how do you steal all the remotes? I mean, that's like, Getting all the cats. He's, he might a, have done that. There's an army of men working the streets every day who can't catch all the cats. You can't get all the remotes. No. There's too many remotes. Most people lost half of the remotes on their, on their own before Just, you even got there. I Look, I lost it in the sofa. I've lifted up the cushions. I know the remote's in there, and I can't find the fucking remote. That's like, what he shows up, and he's like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's get those cushions off that couch. <laughs> Who are you? Why are you in my house? <laughs> what? I'm the remote collector. <laughs> oh, you're going to help me find... Hey, you found it. Wait, where are you going? That's mine. <laughs> well, and he does say, all right, all right, all right, in this movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. He snuck it in. Yeah. It's very bizarre. I hated this movie. <laughs> very dumb. Very badly acted. Uh, Pretty kind of boring. And Dry, slow tedious horror the murders aren't fun no the weird guy twist at the end doesn't make any sense and is unclear so it just all happens and you don't even really wonder why because you just can't care by the end of it uh you know what believe it or not i'm gonna give this one a two i think that this is an important historical bad movie huh. uh mcconaughey zellweger before their careers took off and then the weirdness factor but but you're a if you're a film historian, like you've got to see all the bad movies sure. and be like, wow, that was really fucking weird. So you can talk about it on a back porch, drink beer, come up with your own conspiracy theories about what the fuck this movie was about. Uh, I think, I think it's great for that. And the, the producers of McGuire convinced the producers of this film to shelve it for two years so they could have an introductory credit yeah. for Zellweger. Yeah. Right. Right. Two years before Jerry yeah. McGuire. That's, and that's, that's who does that? Who does that? Zellweger. I mean, she's, she won an Oscar. She's great. She, I guess they were right. They were right at the uh, end because she did win an Oscar. So yeah. that's the only way you'd. Not for Jerry Maguire. That no. sucks. Did she get nominated? I don't think so. She won for Cold Mountain. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she's good in that. Uh, Jackie, go with you. I think I know what you're going to say. Thanks, but I already gave my opinion. Don't. You, I, I fucking hated it. Okay. So do not from you. You can't justify it in any ways. No, it was just fucking weird. And the death scenes weren't very good. And then they never explained the guy at the end. Right. And it it just left you going, okay, that that was just a fucking waste what of my time. What is going on? Yeah. Sam? I'd watch three instead because it does the things that this one doesn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it isn't as good as, three isn't as good as two, but three does what this one doesn't do with less head scratching. The only thing that this thing has for me that the other ones don't is the robot leg in the remote, which is too little too late. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. One, do. Who do nots? Uh, next week, I think we're ready, guys. I think we the circle is complete. It's finally time to get to year in review. I think we're about two weeks late, but uh, we will do our year in review for the next two weeks, two two parter, where we all pick our favorite movies that we saw over the last year uh, and go through that. So big show! It's one of our specials. Any final things to say? 
Don't wear corduroy to a graveyard. <laughs> uh, this week, I have one final announcement. Sure. Uh, if For those that care and haven't got to it yet, uh, if you haven't bought The Golden Right, a, a action novel by me, uh, go to Amazon.com this week. If you got a Kindle device, it's going to be free. Free this week. So you don't have to pay for shit, and you can read my book. And please, in exchange for it being free, leave a review on Amazon and Goodreads.com. You have no excuse this time. It's free. Free. Free book by me. And uh, help me out there because I could always use your guys' support uh, in getting those reviews. And that helps me get the book out there even more. And getting more reviews, it's kind of like a podcast. You just ask for reviews constantly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anybody? care about that no okay i also <laughs> ask for the reviews when i take my pants off <laughs> actually i don't ask for the reviews so much as i coach them and i'm like zip five stars and then you just draw a star on your leg or whatever I that actually, rating is and so you can keep track of your total ratings and then I you throw it out there got five gold stars tattooed above my penis <laughs> out of 20 <laughs> <laughs> yeah put the other 15 on my butt but nobody sees that <laughs> All right, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.